Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey y'all, I'm Moni and you're mixing with Moni, okay? Welcome to my weekly mixer where I take your favorite Bravo shows, TV news, and hot topics, mix it with my opinions and some of my friends' opinions, a little shade, and sometimes a cocktail or two. I'm bringing in my POC perspective to shows we all love. Let's mix it up. Hello, 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 all you beautiful and wonderful mixologists out there. It is your girl, Moni, and you are mixing with Moni. Okay, I am honored, overjoyed, ecstatic to welcome back a true friend, an amazing podcaster, and honestly, meme extraordinaire, Ryan Bailey, the host of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. But it's just so good that it's good. I literally, every time he's on, I make the title a pun of something like that because it's just always so good and I'm so happy oh, to have you back. I'm I'm ecstatic to be back actually. This is this is like coming uh home in a way. It's, it's so funny because you know you you everybody gets so busy. I I feel like yeah. I, I've lost touch with everybody and mm-hmm. it's like my life hasn't really I'm doing the same crap I always do. But it's like all the people that I started off with like I've lost I don't know if you've ever felt like this where you feel like you lose touch with everybody and you're oh, like yeah. oh man like it this is different than it was during the pandemic. And I just talk with everybody. And now I don't yes. talk with anybody except if, if it's on the podcast. And that's so, you know, my mind is going in 10 different directions at all times, just like the housewives, uh, you oh, know, for sure. I assume. Yeah, um, for sure. As like once upon a time, like, you know, for us to talk to each other, we would all be podcasting, doing each other's podcasts. And we also had nowhere else really to go and nothing else to do. But now life is back and we're back and doing things. And then, you know, people- I won't have conversations unless it's a podcast now. Like (laughs) if I get into more than a five minute conversation with somebody, I'm like, should I get my equipment out? This is, this feels like this should- like (laughs) Let me save this for the pot. (laughs) I'm potentially wasting my time. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I get it. I'm like, you know, if I talk to anybody before recording about anything podcast or reality TV related, I'm always like, we should just- Let's just start. Like, just go ahead because yeah, it's just yeah. more important to do it on there. But there's also been just so much happening, both in the world, both on Bravo. We're coming to you as a palate cleanser, very aware of what else is going on in the world right now, but also very much so want to provide a distraction to anyone who needs it, including myself. And I feel the same exact way you do, but also tentatively horrified, not only for the situation we're in in the world, but also to watch housewives' reactions to what we're going on in oh, the world. God. <laughs> because it's the landmark. Like we have proven to whether it be any sort of thing that happens in the world, you know, we take it in through our filters as human beings. But the housewives, it's like on steroids sometimes. And there I almost get fearful for when big things happen in the world because we mm-hmm. know we will have to see where Ramona Singer stands. Like we will have to, you and know, where you're just in like- the wrong place. She's well, always just standing like in the middle like, of the road. It's like how every day I wake up now and I go to Instagram and I go to Kanye's page and I'm just like, oh, okay, God. what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And it's a real crapshoot if it scares you or not. And it's the same with the housewives where and it's I like- s- I see that like literally Kim is like begging to be- Oh. single she's like make me single like the opposite of patty stanger's entire career she's like i need to be a millionaire unmatched because <laughs> i can't take it and this is causing me genuine distress it's so i've funny. never seen her stick up for someone where she's sticking up for pete davidson like but wait 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 at, at the core of it it's sticking up for her like at the core yeah. and by the way but i find it very interesting with pop culture and you can relate to this to the housewives as well but mainly with female stars female stars get the short end of the stick every like it is so interesting how we treat men in this country particularly i was even looking at the megan the stallion stuff with tori langs Mm -hmm. and i was just like it is so fascinating here is a woman saying yo this is what happened you know you guys can all see it but then you know women are just questioned on under the spotlight at all times which i find did you did you really well, get thought, shot? Though we saw footage yeah, and we saw the medical report, but I don't know if you it happened. Could you imagine? Like, do you know it happened? Like for sure. 
wasn't an accident. Like, would that make a difference? Like, wait, wait, for this guy, we're we're we're, we're standing behind Tory Lane. Like, I, I don't even know if his raps are good. Like, I don't even know. Like, it's it's he's like built his career off of like covering old songs that like didn't need to be redone, and then auto tuning the shit out of them, and not giving any credit to like T Pain. And like same with but Megan Thee Stallion like appeared on T-Pain, SNL and like couldn't even move her body because she was shot in the foot. So and here's somebody that's saying I'm like, I'm believe the woman. <laughs> and the funny thing is we have this other thing where love them or hate the Kardashians. And I go through both phases at all Let times me tell you, all the time. is that at the same time though, we have this thing in this country where it's like, well, she deserves it. They caused all this stuff. Like, wait a sec. Okay. <laughs> I find it funny that we are then the arbiters of who deserves what we now right. will play God. With right. people. And it's like, Wait, let's just look at the situation. We see Kanye acting out. We see him like, this is besides his music. I'm such a huge fan of his music. That's why this breaks my heart. But let's just take the situation. It's a bad situation. And you can relate it almost to exactly what's going on in Jersey right now. With Teresa and Louie, you have the same situation where it's fascinating where the men are always the issues with the women. Like we, I just was on Twitter earlier and saw... Vicky Gunvalson saying, I just met the man of my dreams. And I'm like, uh-oh. Like, you know, oh, because, God, Vicky. This you know, man like, love tank needs to just be like, let it go, girl. Vicky, go electric. No more love tank. Let's go electric. <laughs> Maybe because <laughs> no if she went electric, she wouldn't need nearly yeah, as much we fuel. Don't, let's not fill up anything. We do not need fuel anymore, you know? <laughs> no, because as we learned, love bombing is also the way that they fill up their love tanks. And it's not the answer. It's doing us a very poor service at the moment. And, and like... You know, obviously we'll, we'll talk about Jersey, but getting to the end of it really quick, I was very concerned for her and all involved. If you have to tell everyone you know in your circle to like leave your man alone and make sure that you don't upset him or hurt his feelings, you have a very not good man. Well, this is what we talk about controlling the narrative. If you look at it from like a macro standpoint, this is what we get annoyed with our housewives doing, right? Whether it's about Louis or Teresa or not, it's controlling the narrative, which Teresa is doing, right? So mm-hmm. that's already bad because we don't like that. That's not reality. But then on top of it, this is a character that is beloved and we see that that's like potentially dangerous that we are now kind of seeing the louis that we have read about for a year now and seen in these videos is that he is very controlling he is on top of everything right production is having issues with him and we are not seeing it he is very aware about this and it seems like Teresa's is trying to help him control the narrative which i understand that's what relationships you'd want to protect your partner but it's like joe bonino says in this like where there's smoke there's fire you know yeah there's also a very big difference of like the fear and like the protection that like jennifer was having where she was like she really wanted to protect her husband because she had the sake of her kids and everything else and you know her family her in-laws like there are things that she just was like trying to protect her family this is not that like louis is just being controlling and Teresa is trying to also do that. And it's just very weird because he doesn't want to be on camera, doesn't want his things exposed, but then they were also being like super posy for TMZ and everyone like, hi, it's us. Teresa's big line, he didn't sign up for this. Well, he kind of did because he knew exactly who he was with and he likes it when he's photographed by TMZ and stuff with his jewelry on and he he likes that part of it. So he did sign up for this. Now, if he did not, then Teresa should look into not being on the show anymore and that should have been the end of it. But unfortunately for how she makes her money- But how she makes her money, well, you know, it's all leading up to a spinoff completely where it's going to be Teresa's family and him. That's what I think that's why we see so much of uh, her kids and especially waking up in the morning, you know, especially her. She's like (laughs) a full on, you know, cast member at this point. Yeah, for sure. It just feels a little inauthentic. And that was my major concern with Jersey when it first started this season was that it felt a little too condensed like it didn't feel as real as it should be as it could be and in situations like these I also don't like the fact that this new guy and Louis coming in here and being able to call the shots you don't get to tell production what you will and won't do you don't get to take off the mic because you either sign up for this or you don't in in Jersey those are the only men that do get paid so it seems like since you're in this for a money grab Maybe you should just play along or go find a woman who's not in the spotlight since you claim you don't want that. That's the thing I'm unclear on, though. Is it for the money grab? Like, what money is he like? So he has his own business, supposedly, and it's the same business that Jen Shaw has in Salt Lake, a similar kind of business. So (laughs) he supposedly has money. So what is his... What is the Teresa thing? Is it the fame? Is it because if it's the fame, that's already kind of ruined because there's been so much crap with his exes that have come out, which, by the way, one of his exes will be on the show in the next couple of weeks. I'm so bad. It's Amazing. good. Love to hear but, her side of the story. 
but I think we're going to talk in more general, like broad talks about narcissists and stuff like that. Yeah, and, I mean, listen, know. make the girls aware because I think his kind of toxicity, uh, we'll say, we'll keep it to keep it lighter <laughs> than what it actually probably could be called, is so it's new to a lot of people in the ways that, that it is because you would think you see Teresa, she's so happy and everything that he, he's obviously just such a good guy. But when Melissa, even this episode was like, he never leaves her side. Like he is always up under her. He won't let her be like, he is joined at the hip. And I'm like, is that how this? Some of it seems. So in your suspect. opinion though, is it, in your opinion, is it going to be, cause right now from what I've seen, if I didn't know any of the previous Louis stuff from the exes and stuff, I would be like, Oh, he's into self-help. He's kind of geeky. That's kind of who you want somebody that you care with to be with potentially. But we know all of this past history of his. So do you think it's a switch like he's love bombing and then there's a switch that it does get scary and all that stuff that we have not that they have not gotten to yet? Yeah, I think I mean, I was I felt some red flags at the reunion last year when she was talking about how like he wants to have sex like four or five times a day and he never left her alone. I'm like, are you okay? Sex is great, but that really shows you how lazy I am. I heard that line and I was like, oh, like, oh my you, God. No, <laughs> I mean, we, I got TV shows to watch, you know? Right. And just, what she was describing early on even sounded kind of like love bombing. Like, where it's just like, he's very, very, very affectionate and he's giving you, he's giving me all the attention and he loves you so much. Did you watch so Ultimate Girls Trip? Yeah. Did you see the, he wrote our card every day, which the yeah. last time I saw that see, was See, that's Brooks what I'm talking about. Like, that's Brooks such Vicky. It, it just feels like, okay, what's your motive? Because it's not like it's impossible to imagine. It's more like the timeline I'm questioning. And Teresa's never struck me as like that deep of an individual to where like all of this love wait, and appreciation. Wait, what are you talking about? Wait, you don't think <laughs> Teresa's a deep individual? How I, dare I don't, you? Ryan. I wow. Don't. Maybe it's just me. I don't find a lot of depth there. She's Seems like good hunting for me. I feel like she could do huge math problems. <laughs> Yeah, with her ingredients is, she can probably like yeah. iron those out. Yeah, I'm a New York best-selling cookbook author. Come on. You're, I mean, it's okay. weird. I don't know. But like, that's the thing is that I keep wondering, waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then the other question I keep asking myself is, you know, how I view forgiveness. How I view, can people change? Like, because I'm saying, okay, so he's done all these horrible things potentially to all of these women. Can people change? Of course, history yeah, but also, tells us they quick. can't. <laughs> And how quick it's, I think I believe in people changing, but it's like rehab. Like they tell you not to go straight into a relationship when you're in rehab for a reason. Cause it should be like, you know, you're doing that work for yourself. And I'm like, if you went from being a narcissistic lover and all these places, I'd also like to see a little accountability because if you are changing, usually there's some kind of accountability or acceptance of what you're changing from. Otherwise, you don't think you needed to change. And I don't think Louis thinks that he has anything to change about himself. I think he thinks he is just trying to find the woman who puts up with all the things that he needs and wants, which is weirdly Teresa, because she acts both like a boss, but also like a very... um, She's an at-your-beck-and-call kind of woman at the same time. And I want better for her. I want to know Louis' skincare regime. Okay, listen, because it's both flawless and oily at the same time. He's like both wait, flawless. You, wait, you think looking a natural purple is flawless? <laughs> I think that his skin doesn't look nearly like uh, even. It's probably the Botox, but like he doesn't look as old as I think he is. Okay, well that's see you're you're not. But all he is also still, but he's still very shiny, and I don't understand why he's always so shiny. Yeah. Like I mean, there like, is maybe matte. Maybe we need to like maybe powder that's positivity him down. radiating off him or something. You know? No, no, no. <laughs> That isn't it. Uh, but shifting gears a little bit to to other things in Jersey, this Marge versus Jennifer thing, it's been a long time since we had like a versus, especially on Jersey, because it's always been like three <laughs> against three um, yeah. or three against four or whatever. But like now, where do you fall in? Did you think that it was OK that Marge brought this up? Are you on the side of like, no, Jennifer, like Margaret, this was too much. Like, where are you? Listen, what I love about Jersey, actually, and even a little bit about this season is that you really can see exactly why people act the way they do and why, you know, things lead to this. Like, I understand exactly what Margaret did and why she did it. And I think, unfortunately, she had the right to do it. Now, this is Jennifer. And because, you know, you look at the motivations, because Jennifer was so far up her ass in certain ways over the seasons and never acted like a wilting flower, never acted like, I'm just meek. Jennifer came in like a bulldozer all the time, acted like an ass a lot of the times to those ladies. So 
yeah, this is something that's been going around. I think Mar- it was completely fair game. Now, for Jennifer to all of a sudden act shocked. I mean, by the way, also Jennifer is the one that admitted it this time. Jennifer could have also gone like, no, that's crazy. Stop. Shut up. You're barking down the wrong tree, you know, because Jennifer's done that in the past, too. Jennifer made the decision to actually agree with it this time and say, no, no, it was the, you know, the rep, get it straight. But I understand exactly that. But then the other stuff that is spun off of that with the Dolores not being a good friend to Jennifer to all of a sudden Jennifer's playing this character that she's never been of this like, oh, what was me? I'm so soft and I'm so I'm so hurt by you ladies. And Jennifer's been giving it hard as hell since she's been on the show. And I've loved her for that. But now all of a sudden she's completely changing her physical makeup her emotional makeup from what we know of. And yes, it is very traumatic to be cheated on. Yes, all of those things. And I really did understand what she was talking about this episode about Bill um, and saying that this looks, you know, that people look at her like she did something wrong. And you see that psychology of she actually yeah. believes that. I mean, like Margaret another... kind of eased up because of that. Margaret was like, so she wasn't just blaming me for being, you know, yeah. for having an affair. She was blaming women in general That's... for like losing their husband. And she genuinely places the blame on women. Like, listen, I said before on my podcast, I found it to be a bit, I mean, it was very clear, like, Marge wrote a book Jen didn't but also Jen never had any intentions of this coming up and unfortunately when you're on TV they will pull everybody out of the mud that they that you have buried somewhere it sucked that it was Marge to me that was where I got because I wouldn't if it came from anybody else I'd be like okay why did why does it suck that it's Marge for you because she did it basically to be like you can't get mad at me because your husband and I are the same when that it takes not a lot of emotional intelligence to realize that Jen was coming at Marge because she was insecure, because she was triggered. Marge triggered her. She can't get at Bill the same way because she chose to stay. So her being mad at him still, she feels that she is not allowed to be mad at him anymore. But she's taking it out on Marge and no, it's not right. But I mean, she also did try to apologize to Marge last year. And every time Jen apologizes, I believe her, but like Marge doesn't. And so, but that's also her cross to bear. That's fine. But like, Every time she's like, well, yeah, you know, I should not have done it. And even this episode, she was like, I shouldn't have done it. And, you know, you're right, but this is why I was doing it. And I'm like, Marge, you knew, though, why Jen was doing it. I find Marge to be probably the most intelligent person on that cast. I think she is very aware, like hyper aware. And she knew why this was happening. She just got tired of it. I don't think, because she's known this for years. I think that if she was truly bothered, bothered by Jen doing this, she would have pulled this card a long time ago. For it to come a whole season later and Jen had to expect it, it felt like she was like, this is not going to happen to me again this year, but I'm also going to get you back for the years that you did this to me because all bets are off. Like it just, it felt like it didn't make sense timing wise because she wasn't starting. I mean, she started the season with your husband cheated. Like, yeah, we weren't there yet. Uh, to me, if it was a smart housewife. Well, I mean, if you, I uh, but if you look at previous Jen. seasons, we had the Jackie telling Teresa that, you know, using the analogy of Gia doing Coke at college and the first episode of last season, you know, we did start it off with another bang and I see what you're saying, but at the same time, like, I think like, I do agree with you about Margaret being very intelligent, but I also think it was thrown down there out of like, I'm going to shut you up right now. And I really don't think Margaret thought that Jennifer would admit it. Like, I think it was like, whoa, shoot, you got, I got it out of you. Like I got it out of you. That moment of like, whoa, whoa. I think that, I think she did not calculate. I can can see that. But then I'm like, then why did you do it? Like why throw it out there if you didn't? Because you're throwing it out there with the assumption that it's real and true. Because now that you've thrown it out there, it's going to be on the reunion. It's going to be talked about. So Jen's going to have to either admit it or deny it until the end of this season for months and months to come. And the receipts are going to come out and the whole thing. Like Marge knows how this works. I've also, I've heard some things, which I guess kind of, you know, pivoted my thought towards the situation as well that like they wanted this to come out about Jen like I've had plenty of people tell me like this has been shopped to other people for a long time allegedly before like yeah. the season even came this out for so, years yeah yeah so I'm just like so then why now if it were me I would have like waited until like Jen took the bait which she obviously will and like said something Listen, about it being I think a cheater Margaret, again and been Mar- like boom trump card <laughs> I think Margaret was confronted with a, a confusing uh, nose, plastic surgery, and didn't know what to have. She, got <laughs> she was dizzy confused and, she and just, overwhelmed. She was just like, yeah, she was like, what is that nose? And then she just it got confused. too much going yeah. on. But I actually do feel like Jen 
I kind of, I do believe because she's never really healed from this. It's very clear. She's oh, never healed from it because the way she's been taking it, it out on so Margaret. Real. So, so I, I believe, I understand why she would be kind of, why she's kind of being a little bit more tepid now. Because when you come out of like this big monster and obviously she had a chip on her shoulder for a lot of reasons. One being that her husband was an asshole once upon a time. And I don't know if she ever really believes that he's not still one. If once it was finally out there, she finally could kind of like accept it in a way and be like, well, you know, all of that bravitas was so, it wasn't real to me. I'd never thought of Jenna like a real like monster. Like she's not as cold. I think she's just reactive. And I really believe her being as now like, damn, like as she's been, like I was, I've heard this is what happens. Would be mad at her like she's like and her kids didn't know like now this is just a lot that she has to like deal with at one time that but this but see this is what happens when you audition for a show and you 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 strive to be on that show but what, see, what everyone you... says that but then like we would have no one left like nobody but, well, everybody well, has okay but what we or do you're a teddy melon using... camp and you get keep... fired because you're born <laughs> but i keep thinking about that like remember she is one that went after this she went after it. She went after it like an SNL audition. She went out. She wanted to get this part. She wanted, she got a new house just to get this and she got it, but they're going, house. like you see, there are no bodies unturned. There are no, and you know, unfortunately this is the onus is on her. She should have broken this to her kids earlier because this will come out on the show. Like you said, whether it be this season, later in the season, next season, this yeah. will come out, you know, that's just how these shows work. So short-sighted of her, but this is also what happens when you play a character. Jennifer's been playing a quote unquote mm -hmm. character at times on these shows instead of what we saw in these past couple of episodes of her really revealing the trauma of something that she's dealt with with this. Yeah, I like the side of her this actually the, even more. But this is the this real is Jennifer. Side. Yeah, I like that side even more. But then that begs the question, then nothing was wrong with, with what Teresa did then last season. There was not even any merit to that. So Jackie's yeah. fine, but she was all concerned about the family and the kids, but clearly that doesn't matter. So, but that's what I said. Well. I, li I liked I liked Jersey in particular this season because you can kind of see the character motivations a lot clearer than I have in other franchises. Like, you know, Salt Lake is so like bizarro world. Like you're like, what the hell? I don't even know how this connects to this and that. But this you see all of you can see each side, like exactly kind of why they're reacting the way they are, why they're you know, I know you're a little confused about the Margaret thing, but like I can still see you know that that wounded margaret she felt like she was like being talked down to by jennifer because she cheated you know like so i can see everybody's character's motivation uh, and that's what i seen the, I, I i've never seen the vulnerability in margaret i don't find it like ever i don't i don't it doesn't compute to me so i'm just like it seems like you can handle it so I handle it but then yeah, same I, thing happened to jen it seemed like she could handle it so I handle it but we didn't know she was dealing with that but also jen didn't write a book about it that was always my thing like you have been very honest you married the man so it's like that's well, your origin story Monty, then fine, I, I but it's now you, your villain I, origin story let's make a bet right now before next season of jersey i bet uh -huh. you jennifer aiden will have a book <laughs> I bet, I bet you, I bet I, you heard it here first. It's a Jennifer yes. Aiden book before, Within not this months. season, before next season. Yeah. Within 12 months, absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be a book. I can yeah. see that. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be something like, I'm trying to think, Bill, like something with Bill, like uh, Bill, Bill, Bill. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure out the title, but it'll be something about surviving hiccups and relationships and then all of her story about Jersey. Yes. Okay. I could see that. And then. <laughs> last but not least there's Dolores and David very sadly they have broken up not shocked at all surprised it lasted as long as it did the five months thing maybe and five years thing I was like really that was a long time I gave it longer than I thought her kids being so deeply upset about it though like really shocked me and Frank being like just tell him cut the shit tell him what happened and I'm like hey, Dolores cut the shit come on tell him what happened come on just tell him shit. Just yeah. tell him. Uh, and I'm like, oh my God. Okay. But they were like genuinely shocked and amazed. I'm like, have y'all not seen him come around less? So like, huh? Yeah, I don't under I never understood. Like, usually in any of these relationships, you can see a quick flash of some kind of romance or what makes them work as a couple. And no offense to David, I didn't think he came off like an asshole, but he didn't um there was never a flash of like, damn, these, you know, I can see exactly what the relationship is here. I never got that with them. So I wasn't surprised that it ended at all because he did seem married to his career, exactly what she was saying. And he wasn't apologetic for that, nor, nor should he necessarily be. But she did something very brave and said, this is what I deserve. I want something more. I didn't at first. And now I do. But the kids like, I can totally see why the kids, because this guy, David, like probably is a good guy. He goes mm -hmm. to his job. He wants to like, you know, he bought her a car. He so I think 
he did live a life. Well, now I'm kind of worried about him because now he's dating uh, Louis X, Vanessa, David is. Oh, dear. You see that? I did not see that. And they talked about this on Watch What Happens Live last night. And Dolores is aware about this. There's already a picture of them hugging. And I'm like, David, what happened to your career? And now all of a sudden you're like, I never thought of David as trying to get back at Dolores by doing something weird like that. You know? Right. Because it's like you lost her. This is not on Dolores at all. She tried and was way more patient than most people would be. I mean, you built a house, but you wouldn't propose. You bought her a car, but you wouldn't propose. And you know, that's what she wanted. And I'm very confused. So like- this How has- random to date somebody that's kind of entangled in all of this as well. Right, like, is there no one else in New Jersey? <laughs> yeah, you know how easy it is to find somebody that's not on TV? Like It's, it's very easy. Yeah, I mean, seriously. That, none of us are on TV. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like, we could do it. But yeah, so very interesting, very- interesting enough episode it's it, it ended kind of weird with Teresa basically having a conversation with Louie on the phone before a barbecue that was going to obviously be filmed she's no longer having it at her house she wants it at Jen's house because the house is full of kids I'm like okay sure you know that's never really shy Teresa away from it before but then she gets a call that basically Louie is like done 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 he's like take the mic off this is her job. You don't just get to call me and tell me to quit my job for a second. And then the producers are even coming to her and are very confused, concerned. Like he came to us. He's very upset. We don't know why he's upset. He's just mad. And can we talk to you like about this? And then she's texting everyone. You better have his back. Then Melissa goes and immediately tells everybody, which then makes it a part of the show. So Melissa yeah. already is mm-hmm. doing her job by not listening to Teresa. <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? Like she, you know, Teresa was basically saying, don't talk about this without us there. I don't want to talk about it with you and also don't talk about it with them. And they're already talking about it. So it's completely backfiring. But also what was interesting about that, did you catch Teresa's lie when she, the producers came up and was like, yo, have you talked to Louis? He's upset. And she's like, no, I haven't talked to Louis. Yeah, we just and, got you on camera actually talking. Yeah, to him. and then but then later in that conversation, she goes, "Yeah, he said, you know, he wanted to know why everybody was talking about him." So then she does admit that she talked to him, and it's just like that's how quickly Teresa will mm-hmm. lie and lie pretty badly without hesitation. You yeah, know? but also not well. Like, girl, we just caught it up. But I'm looking at Louis. Like, did you not expect people to talk? Like, if you know this stuff is on the internet, and you know that it's only coming out because of who you're dating by choice. I'm very confused about how, like, you don't want people talking about you. You're on the show like, by, by choice. Again, you signed a, a waiver. So I'm very confused as to why you're confused that people are talking about the things that they know about you when it's known because of your choices. Like, you did this. What I mean, are supposed I, I, to not I, talk about it? Like, it never existed? You're not that good. Well, what did you think was going to happen? But the first time Louis saw the video of him on the beach, I would love it. Like, oh, shit, that guy found out. You know, like the first time he saw that pop up, you know. Had like, you seen the video? Like, oh, multiple times. Like I've watched that more than I've watched like, you know, my family's videos. Like, what are you talking? Oh, yeah. Like, of course I have. It's a, it's one, one of my favorite beach videos ever, you know. <laughs> I just love that there's a group of men going like, they just look crazy. It looks like Mad Max. And he's like, I would like to talk to your heart. I would like to come to you and be back in the house with you. If that is okay with you. And it's, I'm a man, but like, I just, we're, we're wild, man. Like that's wild. That's, we do wild, <laughs> wild. Like the fact that he thought that was going to be the, the thing that like was good and helpful and no offense. I, I do appreciate men that try to do self-help and I, I try, you know, but like that's extreme self-help, which means that Louis is an extreme guy and that's a certain type of person, you know? Yeah, no, he's a little bit too extreme again. He's like, everything is with him. It feels like it's on a hundred and again, it's the picking and choosing. It's the cherry picking of when you want to be famous. That's not really how that works. Um, you don't get to love being in front of the cameras right now. And then you hate it when, or you don't want it when she gets engaged, which is like, that's, I'm actually very shocked that he has this much control over Teresa. Because any other time, Teresa would love to film all of these things. Teresa basically doesn't speak unless there's a camera in front of her. That's why I'm fascinated with learning more about narcissists, because that's what supposedly mm-hmm. narcissists will do is that it is like they are controlling yeah thrive on take your mic off or de-mic right now or whatever like yeah woo interesting (laughs) Um, Teresa's been doing this for so long so mm -hmm. it's you know it is funny to watch somebody you know they're obviously having deep conversations about what production will show and not like they're obviously having deep conversations about this and I do wonder now about Teresa on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip I do wonder if that was almost a precursor of Louis a good guy narrative. 
you know, of mm-hmm. like these cards and how much I love Louie and how much like there was no negative talk of Louie on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. It was all positive. Teresa was able to yeah. control that narrative 100%. Do you think because it's because the girls nobody. didn't know? Because they probably, oh, no, I mean, I, Melissa I'm thinking about there. most of the ones who were there. I mean, besides Melissa, who I think, I don't think she would have done that there. I think Melissa is an ally to Teresa outside of Jersey and inside of Jersey, not so much. But I think the other women who were there, I could see them not knowing anything else about this woman other than she's on Housewives and they've met her before. I could see them not being interested in her information. Yeah. Outside uh, it, of their it, jobs. Well, also... The Ultimate Girls Trip was filmed before this season, so I don't think any of those ladies had seen the Louis Beach video yet. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, speaking know? of the girls on Girls Trip, thoughts on possible only Ramona and Luann coming back, which I hope is very untrue. I posted that I hope it's very untrue, and Sonia liked it, also hoping that she, I guess it was untrue. Well, listen, Sonia wants that a that I also Sonia don't want it to be a- true. Sonia wants a job. Like, I mean, let's, you know, like needs. this, this, the words, like, the word is needs. Needs. You know, I, you know, what's so sad. I went to a Super Bowl party that direct TV through and they had Sonia there, Ashley Darby and Noella from OC. Yeah. And I was so excited. Like I only went to kind of like meet Sonia, like, and immediately she was so tanked. She was so tanked immediately. It was like, it was an episode of New York where, they had to pull her out before the game oh even started God. because she got too, and like, you know, her boob popped out at one point. And oh, like, Sonia. And it, but, at fir- but at first you're like, oh my God, Sonia. And she's being so Sonia, it's funny. And then it just got to the point where it wasn't funny anymore. And then I got really sad about it. And then I was like, oh no, because you know, the show kind of brings that kind of, I don't know. Like it was a whole thing for me. I, I went through a whole range of emotions and I just, it was just very bizarre to watch that. And it was like a VR experience of like, yeah. Oh my God. Um, but I don't want that to be true. I, I have always stood true to this and you, everybody can hate me if you want, but I think Ramona's time on this should be done. And she had Agreed. such a great run. She's given so much and let's leave it at that. I just don't, I mean, but also just even aside from all the political crap, aside from all that, just look at it from a entertainment standpoint. Is there something Ramona is going to do that is ever going to surprise or shock us again? We see the same thing again and again and again. At some point, this franchise has to let the franchise grow. At some point, we will have to break away from these ladies. I mm-hmm. have no desire to watch Ramona go into her 80s. But I'll totally be cool with watching her on Ultimate Girls Trip from time to time, or you yeah, know, her she coming back always, every once in a while on like yeah, Watch What Happens family, Live or sure. something. Yeah, but I don't, I don't need uh, Ramona's like a, a wall though. She doesn't listen. So what fun is it at the end of the day? I can only watch so many seasons of somebody not listening, not changing. It is fun. Right. I mean, it's fun to watch, and there are those like I think it's. I even find it funny. Oh, like, oh, Ramona poops herself now. That's funny. I don't but it's find like, that funny yet. Yeah, but like, well, I mean, first off, you're wrong. It's hysterical. And no, I'm joking. No, no, no. It's, no, it's, it's not gotten me there yet. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, we've seen all of this. So what are we truly fighting for? What are we, what are, mm-hmm. are we truly, like, I understand believing in somebody and fighting for them that way, but I don't really believe in Ramona. I believe in Ramona's entertainment value over the years. And I've gotten so much out of that, but at this point, I'm kind of worried about the health of the overall show. We see what mm-hmm. the show was like with like really bad casting and girls that don't really even mesh, you know, yeah, mesh well. So we've seen get a that. new girls group. There's got to be another one away. in New York who would actually want to break do away. It. I can even see, honestly, some of the girls on like Summer House, give them like five years and they're there because I forget how old they are sometimes. Like they're moving out of like the consistent party phase and into like the we go out on thursday nights and yeah, friday and saturday I, and sunday I, I, but like I we're going to nicer places and we're going to like you know hotel restaurant bars like i can which, see which, Lizzie I, uh, graduating yes. to a hotel restaurant bar in cosmos very soon oh my god i totally i totally agree with you i was watching summer house this week and i was like it's so funny to watch them starting to age and then you see Kyle so fighting against it and you see the rest of them kind of accepting it and like Carl yeah. really accepting it but by the way I still find it very enjoyable like to me Summer House is always like it's like Seinfeld it's a show about nothing it's a different vibe like Vanderpump Rules it was all about a bar but it was like a, you know similar age group Summer House mm-hmm. is about nothing and to me that is 
meditative in a way. I enjoy it. <laughs> I relax. I find little character intricacies funny in there. I mean, you probably talked about this on your pod. I thought one of the best conversations about race that Bravo has yeah. had has come from this stupid show, has yes. come from Summer House. Like five minutes. All it took was five minutes to actually put something better than the all of Bravo combined. Yeah. How weird is that? Like, how yeah. weird is that? And I honestly even think that what I do respect about Summer House, you know, it, it's a little bit different from Vanderpump Rules is that because they're accepting, you know, their maturity and age and stuff, it feels a little less forced. They're not trying all the time to be as young as they were in season one and keep up with everything like they were before. They recognize that they have transitioned and how they like to party now. They're big on the themes and they like to have fun, but they do need a nap as well. And they do work hard and they do do other things, adult things. And it's a little bit more believable. Like I actually am enjoying Summer House this season and I could easily see Lindsay and Danielle being a housewife of New York very soon. I feel like it's oh my almost God. a missed opportunity if they're not. <laughs> but wouldn't that be such a nice switch? Because right now yeah. you had the, the Leah Ebony who were of a certain age and then you fast forwarded like 25 years of age with the other ladies who look gorgeous, by the way. That's yeah, but I don't hang out looks. with them and I don't expect them to hang it, out with Leah and it, Ebony and that's fine. It, that's what I, I, I talked with Ebony and, and I had a great conversation with her, but I was just like, yo, at the end of the day, I just don't buy why even you would keep trying to be friends with these people. Like, no. it just doesn't make sense. Like, it if doesn't. you shut down two times, like, you're a smart person. Why would you ever want to allow yourself to like I mean then it just reads of like oh wait well I just want to be on the show and that's the same with all of these ladies so I just feel like it needs to start from scratch and the the franchise could be so great again because remember like pay respect to the past but you do have to move into the future at some point and we have so many fascinating people in this this world, you know, so many people that we don't even know yet. And it's New York. Great. You can find someone more open and entertaining than Ramona Singer. I promise you. Because in the last few seasons, I actually think Ramona's gotten more and more like too conservative, like not politically, but like in action. Like she 10 years ago when she first got started, like. Yeah, first season, she didn't like Alex posting nude. And then two seasons later, it was a little bit of a different story. Three seasons later, she would have joined Aaliyah or someone on the table dancing on top of a mirror or something. And now she's just like, cut it out. We're all too classy for this. I'm like, what show have you been on? Because that is not what I would have said about it. But we can afford a revamp and we have got to acknowledge that people can be iconic and we can still retire them. Like if, if anything, we should take a Kira Cedric approach when she left the closer because she wanted to go out on top, like while the ratings were good <laughs> and while she was doing well, why would we let, we're letting Roni tank. Like everybody's favorite being Roni, not the last three seasons, changed my mind. You cannot yeah. say that if you're a fan of Roni, that you will put the last three seasons above all other franchises that have come on. That's not but true. Listen- also, I mean, it's just like, we're not, you know, as much as we love Michael Jordan in this country, we're not like, you got to play again, man. You got right. to go back Shaq. and play. We're not sending we Magic that. Johnson back. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, but also you can go, these people can have these great lives. I feel like we, I feel like people think that means quote unquote, we're canceling them or we're letting them die. And it's like, no, they're Ramona's not. Ramona's still going to be fine. She's going to be Remember, very much so Ramona. Yeah, Ramona lets us know on a daily basis how amazing she is. Like, she's so fine. She's going to be okay. She's going to hire an intern like Sonia, and she's going to do more TikToks and dance to things offbeat, and she's going to do well in her Amazon swimsuits, and she's going to have a good life. Accidentally post her bank statement. She's going to be fine, I promise. But that's why I like Ultimate Girls Trip. I like things like that because it's like, it's a great chance to catch up. It's a great, like it even actually made me appreciate Luann a little bit more. I got to hear from her a little bit more about her wedding and how it like broke her and trying to date again. And that one person that hurt, like I found it fascinating watching a different iteration of ladies. And it made me realize, like it made me learn some new things that their own franchises when they're on, they can't do because they're so used to each other. They're Mm -hmm. so used to each other that it was kind of nice for Luann or any of these ladies to explain who they are to right. new ladies, you know? And it always made it so clear that they don't, like Sonia does not like to hang out with them very much, like when the show is over and that's why she's 
usually so yeah. drunk when she's there because she obviously doesn't really have a good time with them. And I would like to see better for all of them. And I would like to have some hope in Roni again. Um, but, but, I mean, that's why, but Kenya, like, I mean, Kenya had the time of her life on Ultimate Girls Trip. And I was happy for Kenya. I, I love Girls Trip. I mean, it was great. But but to Cynthia's detriment. Yeah. You know, Cynthia, I don't really Cynthia care tanked. much for Cynthia. Cynthia so I didn't. tanked, you know. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break and be back finishing up with Salt Lake City. All right, we are back, and Salt Lake City finale just happened. I feel like the season could not end any slower. <laughs> I just, ever since, because of how much we know about, like, post-production, I'm very much so detached from the way the rest of the season ended because everything now, I don't have any organic opinions. Everything has been skewed for me because I know who's coming back. I know who's not. I know why people are fired. And How about... You were you happy about the finale to be you know were you excited for it to end? I am ha- I am happy it's done. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All of us included. <laughs> Are you going to miss Mary? Loaded in question. Sense, in the sense that like I do like seeing car crashes. I mean, if they're okay, you know, like there's always that thing of like, oh, I want to see the, you know, the biggest accident ever. Not like I don't want to see people hurt, but you know, you, you like that, that. There's a whole I want to see people trip and fall, and I, Mary's a. a human representation of a car crash at times but what i found weirdly fascinating it wasn't mary it was people's reactions to mary or the mm-hmm. Ma- the meredith treating mary like an equal of like well that's a very good point mary that's very that's very career <laughs> yeah, their alliance kind of came out of left well, field to me and i didn't understand it because Mary would say something batshit and Meredith would be like, that's a very good point, Mary. That's a very excited. Actually, yeah, like, I think that's a good point. And yeah, to Mary, like you have got I've got a good friend to Mary. And then Whitney coming to Mary like, Meredith needs you. I'm like, I am just confused by so many things. And also this should not be happening while drunk. But I will say Mary had some of the best like cut to camera moments oh. that where I'm seeing her like be so over it. I genuinely feel like Mary is gone because she did not want to deal with this shit anymore. Mary became, Mary became the Jim Halpert from the office of this, you know, on Jim mm-hmm. on the office. If you ever watch it, of he course. would look to the camera and roll his eyes or something. Mary became that person. Yeah. The difference is Jim Halpert on the office was pretty sane. Mary has so <laughs> many bizarre, like, what I find weirdly fascinating about this season of Salt Lake, and you can use many examples of this, but Mary's one of them as well as Jen Shaw, is that things that if you put Mary in another season of another franchise or something, she would be like, what the F are you doing, lady? But since the other ladies on Salt Lake are so bizarre themselves, Mary, by the end, almost started looking good. Mary, yes. almost you started empathizing. Yes. Me. It's like when Bethany me. left New York, I realized how much I don't think I like her as a human when she left, because on the show, she was seen like the most sane one a lot of the times because everybody else was kind of nuts. And on Salt Lake City, they're all pretty nuts. And then all, all of a sudden, because Mary was like averse to their nuttiness. She'd be like uh, annoyed by it or something. I'm like, okay, so she sees it too, that they're acting ridiculous. So you almost exactly. feel like, okay, she's the only one who gets it. Yeah. So it was it was this kind of amazing, I don't know. It, 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 but the th- same thing with Jen Shaw. It's like, you're like, okay, so this is going to be a Jen Shaw season of like, what the F did you I do? How did think you Jen steal Shaw all this is a money? Genius. And there I said it. Well, Hot take, oh, but how did you get the entire cast and never talk about you again? Well, Monty, I mean, she is a genius. She was able to steal from all of those people. And like, still I mean, believes like she, that she did nothing wrong. Long. Oh, no, she knows. She but knows. Like, everyone that's else pleading guilty or taking a plea, and she's like, oh, no, I no, am no, a lone wolf. Though all but, these people under me admitted their guilt, I clearly knew nothing, and I did nothing in, wrong. In today's society, you know, everybody knows this by now. This is nothing new. Just commit to the lie. Never falter <laughs> from the lie. Never, Because, sadly, you will have a good group of people that will believe you like yeah they believe they are arguing they more believe. about why meredith wasn't at the arrest oh, and dude, why I mean, jen would, was arrested jen, jen must have sat there going like oh my so god good. it's working it's it's she's working. good i have to give it to her i see oh. how she swindled the girls now i oh, don't like and, it because my nana was a swindled person and that that oh, sucks but my, I, I did it my grandma my grandma was swindled by somebody like jen shaw like i'm my, wondering my, if she was at the bottom of what happened to my nana in 2016 so I don't find it funny what she's accused of, but no. I will say, but by the end, 
by the end, I was even laughing at with Jen Shaw about like things she was saying. Cause I was like, this is so ridiculous. And you sense this almost like this LOL, like it's actually working. Like, cause I thought what a dumb move for her to go back on this show. What a yeah, dumb and move. And now I'm getting it. I and understand now, exactly why. <laughs> well, like, but at the same time, so it's not going to cause her to not have a lesser sentence. She's still going to jail for a long time. But yes. what it did do, it garnered her even more of a little bit of a fan base that actually believe. Like I, I see people like, I watch what like saying, I believe her. I'm like, are you, have you read anything? If you read even the basic the court documents, you will realize, of... you will realize that she is fully guilty. This isn't, there's not going to be the smoking gun that Jen throws down where the Southern District of New York is like, we have made a huge mistake. No, like, the Southern District of is... New York doesn't take shots they don't, that they don't make. They don't miss. I, you can read the first page of one of their indictments and it's like, oh, wow, this is bad. Like, but she, she did but bad things. Jen, but Jen knows this country is that we don't read. We don't read the first page nor the second page nor <laughs> the right. third page. None the of the girls page. did. Remember Beverly Hills LA Times article? Too long. Too Which long. Which is like, well, I always talk about this in the show is like, you know, like, I don't want to use fake news, that term, but I want to say like the stuff we put out or even the New York rumors that you were talking about, you know, like we put out those rumors, it goes around, all of this stuff, and especially as Bravo accounts, everybody passes it around, all that stuff. Uh, I was using Queens of Bravo as an example on a show a little bit because they had put out these uh, Beverly Hills rumors in Aspen of like, oh my God, and then Dorit and Erica Jane left. They left, they left Aspen and put out this information and it got posted everywhere. And then it was incorrect information. And Queens of Bravo made another post later saying, that was incorrect. They were actually still there. They just went to a different place than the other ladies were there. Okay, great. But the problem is that first post gets 50,000 likes. The second post gets 15,000. So you have 35,000 people potentially out there that have just liked it that still think that the Erica Dorit thing right. leaving is true. Now you're like, who cares? It, you're right. On that instance, who cares? But think about it with a bigger issue. Think about it with actual information. Think about it with something like that proves somebody's guilt. So that's what we're talking about, I think, when a lot of misinformation gets out there and we're so excited to post or so excited to be a part of it, we participate in really mass confusion because people actually, unfortunately, do get their news from some of us. And that, oh, to me, is oof. wild. You know? Honey, y'all send me, me like, the news most times. Y'all know I'm teaching and educating the youth. I'm like, oh, wow, that happened? I'm usually the last to know, too. I'll do what I think is an obvious fake post. Like, something so bizarre and crazy. And people would be like, <laughs> yes, oh, my God, I can't believe that really. I mean, I'll still get, like, I was like, no, 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 no. Like, Jenny's social media manager didn't throw the glass. That was a joke. Like, I was joking. Yeah, no, like, I mean, I caught it. Other people, I do worry other people sometimes. Don't. Like, they take it as for real. Yeah. There's no nuance in any of these conversations. Right. We all have an anvil hammer that we hit as hard as we can. And we miss a lot of nuances now. This might sound annoying to you guys listening, but it's just one of those things that I keep talking, thinking about because what even this week, I almost got in because I thought uh, I'd gotten information. The queen had died from that one account. And then oh, it yeah. turns out the queen didn't die. You know, That's like, why I waited you, full you know, 24 hours and it's with, still with, going on. Well, which by the way, he'll, he'll eventually be right. <laughs> you know, like if he, if he waits long <laughs> enough, he's going to be right about the queen. Right, he's just like just, leaving it up. Yeah. He's just going to leave it up. Like, but that's what I'm saying is that people actually genuinely do pass these around. And there's like this icky feeling when you like, Oh my God, this stuff really is real. You guys like, remember, like, you know, we all have parents that probably read shit that like they'll click on a link and they'll get scammed because they really yeah. do believe it's coming from Amazon and they need to change their password. These things really, because people at our hearts, we're good people, and we don't uh -huh. want to believe people would ever lie to us. All the more reason why what Jen Shaw allegedly did is terrible. But it's so funny. <laughs> she's Or she's making season... it possible for the links to be sent. I understand, because I've said yeah. it before. Like, she's scamming. No, she didn't do it herself. I'm like, okay, so it's better. Okay. If I give you someone so else's grandmother's, like, house code and their safe code, and you go in and do it, I feel like I am in the wrong. <laughs> it's not and great. This season of Salt Lake, that has been completely ignored. Yep. You know, it made it made the Beverly Hills ladies look like master interrogators with Erica when I thought they did a shitty job too. Yes. But compared, well, y'all let this shit slide. I would have been able to drop been, her off the face of the earth. Like we're never going to speak one, to you again. Not been one coherent conversation. In fact, we had Jen Shaw almost attack Lisa Barlow on a sprinter van, and that got even overlooked. We had one, remember the lady production lady had to jump in, like that poor lady had to jump mm -hmm. in to grab Jen Shaw. And we still let Jen Shaw film and stuff. 
but at the end of the day it is like i even get it gets whitewashed over in my head because i'm like oh she's fine she's but look at the behavior would you ever why are people so scared of jen shaw like i, I even know. had heather gay on my podcast a year ago or, so, or six months ago or something and she said she's like you know but i'll always stand behind jen shaw and i was like you know that sounds Ridiculous. wild right and she's like yeah but i'm just like that's the kind of friend i am and i'm, I'm like she got, took the lisa renna approach and i thought lisa sounded dumb too and erica being like i'm gonna remember who was for me and who was against me. i'm like with what power do you think you have like this is the end of it especially jinshaw you're in salt lake city utah i don't know what you think you're capable of but it's not going to be much behind bars I mean, I do want to see Jen Shaw's prison body, though. I want to see if she gets all ripped. <laughs> like Teresa you know. did. She worked out like yeah. a million times. And then, again, Mine. she should just engage and embrace this. Like Teresa did. Call a camp. Go. See if they will come back to you in 6, 7, 10, 14 years after your sentence and see what happens. Maybe there's a world where you can still be on Housewives, I'm sure. Money, but what frustrates me, though, is that you ask, you know, these these shows can be so silly and we can laugh and all this stuff but it really does ask these kind of bigger questions where then i ask myself like i try to have like real thoughts like about these things of like hey how far do i go with a friend like if a friend is obvious mm-hmm. in the wrong how far do i go with them like do, where yeah. is my line of friendship am i still friends with somebody that steals from the elderly because they've always been great around me and i know they have a good heart deep down like where but does is, she our lines that's well, why that's i'm confused with heather because she, you have been said at the beginning of the season started very differently than how she's talking now. It was very much so Jen is betrayed and she's hurting and she's mean and blah, blah, blah. And she, I don't know where this good heart has even come from. I think at the core, it's like, I don't understand the, any of the loyalties or alliances on Salt Lake City because none of them have known each other to me long enough to where they, they should be this die hard. And especially if there's elderly scams involved or something, I'm absolutely not going to be die hard for you. That's probably where I would get off yeah. with a friend. I would put up with a lot, but not criminality. I don't do crimes. The majority of people, I think, like Heather, right? So, like, mm, why does, like, I mean, well, I mean. But, yeah, I, she I, is I, a fan favorite. That's true. I, it's just, it boggles my mind. And then yeah. you wonder, like, because you just see, like, you're being played. Because, like, Jen's really that good of a friend to you, even though she's, like, literally trying to attack you and, like, like body tackle you, Lisa. Like, but mm-hmm. you're still going to be okay at, with look her Look at Heather. I mean, she's still always trying to, like, defend her decisions to leave the Mormon church and trying to, like, keep her kids, like, somehow in the church in a way, but, like, not practicing. And she did not do the wrong thing by any account to me when she left. It seems like from what she describes in one scene, I'm like, oh, my God, you poor woman. You should not have gone through all of this. This is ridiculous. And in another scene, it's almost like she's defending it to an extent because like her kids are involved and that's their father and all these things so I'm like if she's still doing this years later and having this tug of war in her head of like if it was right or not I can understand probably why she's also she can be manipulated by Jen not that she's easily manipulated but Jen's very manipulative but as our most giant institutions when you're scared of them and their repercussions especially when you know that they come through with repercussions you might be scared of, of, of that and it might be a repeat fear later on so it's not shocking to me that she's still scared but again I say what in the world do you think Jennifer Shaw can do because it's not much to me but see that's what I almost think it's going to be good for Jen Shaw to go to prison because it will actually break them of the no I mean, I want to say like, remember, like, okay, so we've all had toxic friends, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in that toxic friendship, you're like, oh my God, everybody's against you, but I'm for you. I totally see it. You know, they've convinced you. You're like, oh my God, I'd do anything. You know, like it's always, with toxic friends, it's, it always seems to be everybody's against me. You've got to be there for me. And it's like, guess what, guys? Normal, healthy friendships, you're not, nobody's in war usually, you know? Like, it, it's like, you know, what, you know, Sheena on Vanderpump Rules is always asking people to not talk to that person and talk to that, don't talk to that person. They're against me. And don't talk to, you know, it's like my enemies and stuff. Normal friendships aren't like that. You know, you, you support each other. You talk through past trauma. You do fun things together. But with toxic friends, there's always some drama. And there was always some drama, even with Jen. Remember the first season before there were any allegations? Mm-hmm. Always drama with Jen Shaw. Always pulling you into something. Always, you've got to side with this. You've got to side with that. You know, and when you're in that, you are so hypnotized and brainwashed potentially that you really do need a snap, a break, all of it. Like, so when she goes there, hopefully they're not going to be visiting her every week and stuff. And and hopefully they'll get Heather some time to be. really sit with That's this. That's just but a fact. Co- they need a couple years of decompression from Jen Shaw to really realize, I think, how they were used in certain ways. 
Oh yeah, for sure. She was definitely using them this season, especially with the narrative. And I, I it's weird that the way we ended the season was about narratives like sexual woes, and it had nothing to do with where we started. Did not like did not see that coming. Didn't of, I mean like at all? I never thought we would at least end it with narrative. She's not really like the most entertaining of the people to me, but like that's also fine with me. But like I never saw that happening, um, and everybody slut shaming her, and it's just very strange. But also the production must have just been like, what is happening? Like, I assume you, if your production, you go in with some kind of like, well, I think this is going to happen this season. I bet this will. You know, I don't think they could have predicted. I would love to talk to production at some point years down the line and go, what did you expect to happen? And, you know, you couldn't have expected it to go the way it did, but it didn't even right. go in weird ways that was like beautiful. It went in weird ways. It didn't necessarily make sense. We never really got full answers to anything. We got great dialogue, but it felt like, it really felt like a huge dream sequence to me where it would like, you'd get these moments in your dreams that you really remember, like, you know, Whitney walking by Mary and Mary going women, you know, like what a weird moment, what a weird, beautiful moment that like you have those moments in your dream where like then this happened, it was crazy, but it you never crazy. get follow up to any of this stuff. We never, nope. you know, and I love, I also love on another topic. I love that Jenny didn't get an end title card. I love. Yeah, I'm glad they pulled I that really from her. Loved, and, like and you're I not about to rehab yourself on that. Cause I also feel that way. I mean, you know, me being a woman of color, this is just my opinion. I don't really want her to have the platform to explain herself. I don't really want that. Especially not when she's getting a check for it. Like, I don't, I don't really need to know that. Bad. Cause also who is she? at this point like who would she be even like apologizing or addressing you to because mary's gone so she's gonna talk to a room full of white women and jen possibly if she's not in jail but uh, i didn't mean it like i don't understand well, uh when jenny did her instagram live with that no, one so dude remember, like so the day after no. you know and she said this is not the last you'll hear from me it's only and i'm like but jenny Isn't why wouldn't it? it be the last like what who do you think you are like you were on a housewives show. Like, there's no, we don't need to hear from you anymore. That year. was the, but and see, it was a I new mean, show. That, but that was the magic, right? Like, you had your thing. That was the time we want to hear from you. We don't want to hear from you anymore. Like, yeah, no, I don't I mean, really care. You can keep talking, but I'm saying, like, we're not looking for the Jenny show. We thought, okay, we got, we watch you because you're on the show we watch. Right. We and to want, be fair, you know, Jenny, you weren't even well liked from an entertainment point of view but, for episodes and episodes before we knew about your racisms. But to be fair, too, though, is that that's how it is with Housewife Show is that I accept most new people will not be entertaining for a couple of years. So I didn't even give Jenny like I didn't ever go. She needs to go. She didn't, you know, I was like, whatever. Like, I just didn't care enough to even have a full opinion but, you know, because I usually know that housewives are built over years, not in one yeah, year. Yeah, like, I mean, give Noelle or take a trying, couple no, on Potomac if you watch those. Because I mean, Candace <laughs> fresh out the gate was pretty damn great. Monique well, wrapped at the Willard Noelle is trying to do that on OC as like yeah. the fully formed housewife. And I just, but the Jenny thing, it's like, yo, I st okay, good. You said all those horrible things. You're not on the show. Okay, cool. Like, I don't need to think about it more i don't need to i'm pretty good i don't need to know what your journey is from this point on yeah it also I, doesn't know, concern us you're not on the show anymore so yeah exactly. i don't care why would i why would i search it out like like my show doesn't cover really like what kelly dodd's up to i mean i'll mention it if it makes me laugh yeah, but i'm not no, concerned like you know yeah i write them out of my brain and i feel really good about it but hopes for the reunion <laughs> I don't know what we were going to wrap up because nothing that needs to be addressed is going to be addressed. I mean, how we ended the season and what pretty much progressed during the season were a lot of fights about, again, slut-shaming Meredith and her woes in New York and who she's, like, hooking up with. And and people were like, oh, my God, Jen Shaw said it, too, uh, uh, not just Lisa Barlow. So it's very true, obviously, that Meredith sleeps around New York. I'm like, so we're going to take the word of Jen Shaw. That's not the good cosign you need. I mean, I'm not saying it's true or not true. I'm just saying that that's not my co-signer. Supposedly, the Lisa Barlow hot mic moment aired. They got to see that episode two days before filming the reunion. So I will be interested to see the anger that Meredith comes in with because that will be fresh. So that's what I think I see. Oh, we see even on the preview is that Lisa Barlow going, oh my God, oh my God, you set me up, you set me up, even though she said all of this stuff. But I sometimes, when, when anger is fresh, that is pretty interesting to watch on Housewives shows, especially mm -hmm. at a reunion when Andy's even there to Meredith, kind of referee. The most monotone yeah. person yeah, I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Well, that's what I, but, so I'm interested in that. I'm kind of bummed about Mary, but at the same time, 
we know that Mary would have been there and it would have just been like she fell asleep last year so the bar was yeah. pretty low by the way I, I'm like I'm disappointed as a meme maker you know like it would have been some <laughs> funny memes potentially but it also wouldn't have coherently worked in a lot of ways you know like we mm-hmm. would have gotten more questions about Mary's church which I'm sure we'll talk about anyways regardless of Mary being there or not yeah, I completely agree. I think that, you know, it's weird that Jen Shaw and Heather were filming in front of Mary's church for season three, and now Mary's not there. So I wonder what they'll do with that footage and if they'll do it or not, because it feels like a little like eh, weird. But all in all, I'm glad Salt Lake City is over. I don't know if season two is better than season one. I, for both of them, I found them to be like a solid, like between like 78 to an 83 range as my teacher grade scale. They were okay. They were good enough seasons. But when it comes on now, the same week as Jersey, and even with Jersey, I'm over here like, this is far more riveting television. I'm just very glad that those women are back. And there are hopes for Atlanta to come back soon and come back strong. Although there are also some terrible rumors that I refuse to believe that Atlanta may not be making it through the next couple seasons. Um, Really? Yeah. Them and OC. No, see, I understand. You know, it's so funny is that like, I am really enjoying OC. Like I expect nothing from it. I like talking about the ladies. Like it's so, it's like this really weird breath of fresh air for me because with the Salt Lake thing where it's like, as a housewife show, I would give Salt Lake like, a 60%. Oh, you know, not as a housewife show. I was comparing it for their own seasons. But but I'm saying, but as, but as a, a show that is so, we've never seen such a bizarre culmination of events that I give it almost like an A in that sense of like, if you want to watch like a foreign film that makes no sense, (laughs) like, you know, that's never like Salt Lake is like, wow, they're doing something really different over there. Can't tell you what it is but it is something I've never seen before. So in that sense, it's fascinating because I go every Sunday, I'd be like, oh, I'm so excited to watch this. And then I'd start and be like, I don't think I am excited. And then afterwards I'd be like, what did I just watch? I don't know. And then how do I even talk about that? Like, how do I, how that doesn't make sense? Like we were talking about Jersey, like, well, that makes sense. And this makes sense. So like, doesn't make sense. No, there is no sense. They're like throwing everything they've ever seen, like at the camera and going, I know this will stick. And it did. But, you know, you know, also confusion over here as well. And but we made it to the end. We made it to the finish line and <laughs> we deserve an award ourselves for that. I feel very, pretty proud of myself for sticking with something that I kind of didn't want to. Did you see that the ratings were not great for that finale? They I no, mean, the they lowest rating. And I really am curious when something like that happens, like, you know, how far do you go with the show and support a show? Because there's something there. I just don't know what I would do as a production. It's like you know, talking about saving a show with only two seasons is weird because you shouldn't have to save something that's still building. But at the same time, if ratings are going down in the season instead of going up, you're definitely going the wrong way. The only time I'll ever possibly, like I give mercy now, especially to Bravo shows is I remember being so deep on the train of like, why does anyone watch Summer House? It is not that good. And their ratings backed me up. And I used to be like, the ratings are shit. I don't know who's like, everybody, you should watch Summer Like nobody's watching it. I check every week. And now they're doing so much better. And the show has gotten better, but boy, did it take time. I need to finish baking. And a lot of times Salt Lake City does feel like it's a half-baked production. So like the cookies are like brown on the outside and like raw in the middle. And I can't eat that. Yeah. Well, it's also, yeah, like you said, time, time always will tell with these shows. Mm -hmm. We'll look back with them fondly of like, oh, remember that's, you know, in the Sprinter van. And that was, you know, (laughs) you know, time plus pressure adds a lot of different things. And I feel like that's what the Housewives shows. Things become legendary over time, like things that we once thought was this. They sometimes turn into something completely different, which I find fascinating with Mm -hmm. all of pop culture, but especially with the Housewives, how we rewrite our initial feelings, you know, that's left to be discovered for us. And I will always be appreciative to Salt Lake City for giving me one of the few joys that I've had in watching Housewives in the last few years, which is watching not one, not two, but three federal agencies come swarm a van and look for one house. Can you believe that happened this season? It's the best thing still that's ever happened to me. And um, that's all I can say is thank you, Salt Lake City, for that. And Thank you, Ryan Bailey, for this. Can you Thank tell you. Everyone where it was they can amazing to talk to you again. Find you where they can listen you, to you. you. Uh, oh my God, I'm so, uh, to reconnect. It's just so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. Monty, anytime you want to come on, just let me know. Anytime. Um, I love your show. That's the only way I really talk to people these days. Um, <laughs> uh, I had to take a couple of personal days off this week for some family stuff. And now I don't know when this comes out, but if, if, after you listen to Monty, go, I'll have some episodes up over the weekend 
with a um, uh, summer house recap and, and things like that. So just pick and choose. There's a lot of their stuff, obviously. And uh, if you want silly memes, go to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey and that's it. And by the way, just remember, you know, in the days and weeks and all that, we've come through such an amazingly hard time and we're still there. And we seem like we're about to enter maybe a new phase of hard time is, is take pleasure where you can get it, laugh when you can, listen to who you want to listen to and do what is good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you again, Ryan, for coming on. And thank you all, everyone, for listening. As Ryan said, please, like, take your pleasure, take your joy, take your breaks when you can. And, you know, like I always say, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe and stay whole now because I'm out in the streets. So if you want to do that too, go ahead and be out of your home. Um, Again, there is other things happening. Patreon, I have a couple of Black History Month spotlights out. We talked Phaedra's ridiculous due date back in the day, uh, June, July, or maybe August, and she didn't know when her baby was coming out. We've talked Nini versus the White Refrigerator so far, and so many other things. Um, There is so much more on there, and I have merch coming out as well, new stuff. It's in the description of the podcast episode, so if you're interested, take a little look-see, and thank you again for listening, and as always... Take care of yourselves and each other. Okay, love you. Bye. For more about me, Bravo, Housewives, Pop Culture, and so much more, follow me on Instagram at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. So you can keep up with me and don't forget to also leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening and rate me and maybe give me five stars. Thanks so much. Bye.